I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. What's good, San Diego, as we are getting ourselves ready for the NLDS Padres Dodgers. But for now, you're stuck with Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, all in the building. We got a lot of ground to cover. Um, Chris, how are you feeling about tonight, my man? I'm feeling a lot better watching what I've seen this afternoon so far in the first two playoff games. Got to be honest with you, Tony. The Phillies just hung on for dear life. Uh, beat the Braves seven to six. Matt Olson hit a three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth to make it a one-run game. But Zach Eflin got the final two outs, thanks in part to a beautiful diving catch in right field by Nick Castellanos, who drove in three runs. And the Phillies uh, surprised the World Series champs. And meanwhile, our guy Ty France not only has mm. an RBI single, but he just blasted one off the left field wall. An RBI double. The Mariners are beating up Justin Verlander six to two now. Seattle in the top of the fourth inning. Now, you know this bodes you know well for the Padres. It doesn't have anything to do with the Padre game, but a lot of people were asking, you know, is the is the time off going to affect some of these favored teams? And of course, both the Braves and the Astros have been off for a week. Mariners and Phillies have been playing, and uh, you know Phillies won. Mariners are winning. Road teams are now 7-3 and three in the playoffs, so I like that. Heading into this uh, series opener tonight, maybe the Padres can catch the Dodgers a little flat-footed. Yeah, the road team has uh, been pretty impressive during this playoff run so far. Three of the four went on the road and, and won the wild card round, and now, as you said, although the Braves did kind of wake up there and made that a close game uh, before it was all said and done, uh, we are seeing this, the Mariners come out and put it on Justin Verlander, who is likely to be uh, the, the Cy Young Award winner in the AL. And, uh, yeah, it does bode well. But, um, but it does bode well for the Padres. But, you know, you got to play the games to see how it goes. But I, you feel good about where this ball club is at going in, especially the way – I mean, it was it was surgical game three. I mean, everything they did right. They're going back and watching some of the clips and – the stolen bases, the sack bunts that all parlayed in the runs thereafter. Um, it was just a, a, a – it was like a perfect display of baseball. And so that's the version the Dodgers are getting. This series is going to be tight. Yeah, if the Padres play like they did in game three, they're going to win three straight. And, and by the way, uh, I saw somebody on Twitter, somebody who's a little bit ridiculous, actually picked the uh, Padres to win in a sweep. Oh, wait, that person was me. 
I, I, I like I don't know. it. I, I lost my mind this morning, and I tweeted out that why why not? Why not the Padres win in a sweep? But uh, you know, I think that's the mindset if you're the Padres, you got to have. I mean, I, I I know Joe Musgrove was you know speaking off the cuff the other night. He said something to the effect of, "We got to go to L.A. and get a you know get a split and you know bring it back to San Diego." I don't think that's the mindset of the team. The mindset of the team has to be win tonight, win tomorrow. You got to get every game you can. And, uh, you know, why not go in and expect that you're going to sweep? If you play the kind of baseball that you played on Sunday in that third game against the Mets with the offense, the defense, Will Myers, Trent Grisham defensively, the base running, the sacrifice bunting, the little ball, the clutch hits, five runs scored with two out hits, you're going to win and get that kind of pitching, of course, by Musgrove. So, uh, as great as the Dodgers are, they're not going to be able to overcome all that. So I, I'm very excited. Uh, I, I think Padre fans should be and are excited. I was talking about this yesterday, Tony. In the history of this franchise, the Padres have only won a playoff series in four different years. That's it. And, you know, that, that win over the Mets, that, that's cause for celebration, and there's no reason not to celebrate that and be very excited moving forward. Now, in 1984, they uh, they beat the Cubs, parlayed that into a World Series berth in 98. They upset the Astros, and then they went right into Atlanta that year for the NLCS. The Braves were powerhouse, just like the Dodgers are. And if I recall correctly, Tony, in 1998, the Padres not only won the first game in Atlanta, they won the second game in Atlanta and uh, went on to win that series uh, four games to two So uh, and got to the World Series. Uh, so, you know, this is an exciting time, and uh, you hope that they've caught some fire here and they keep it moving. Yeah, I think ultimately I hope that they're they're not thinking about a sweep. I think I hope that they're thinking about game one. Oh, yeah, they um, are. Think, they are. Thinking about game one, doing what you have to do then. You worry about game two tomorrow when it comes. You, sure. you see too often teams get ahead of themselves, think trying to map out the series. You just don't know in this game. And I think, if anything, by now we should have all learned that you, you can't predict a whole lot when it comes to how these things are going to shape. Nobody could predict that Trent Grisham would probably be the most valuable player in a, in a wild card series before that series started, yet he probably was based on everything he did throughout the course of that series. So Padres lock in on game one. You got Mike Clev going against Julio Urias. And, uh, again, this is uh, – this is everybody should be, you know – I, there's nothing – everybody should have a little bit of nerves. I'm not playing. I got a little bit of nerves. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, ultimately – I'm not broadcasting feel, and I got a little bit of nerves. <laughs> you, <laughs> should feel, you should feel good about this series, where this ball club is at, and at, their, at this point because there was no guarantee, none of it at all. And so – um, I, I think this team is uh, – I think they're looking forward to the challenge, man. I, I'm really looking forward to this series. Yeah, I'm excited. And and I think a lot of Padre fans are nervous, and they're they're probably wishing that they weren't nervous. I, I say you got to take the nerve. Yeah. This is what you – this is exactly what you want. You want to be in October getting ready to be nervous to watch a baseball <laughs> game. I mean, that's well that's what you play the whole season for. So – and it's the player – every player is going to have nerves, and it's the ones that are able to, you know, deal with those nerves and, and basically accept them as part yeah. of the way Embrace it is. It. Embrace the nerves. Yeah, I mean, this is – I've heard great athletes talk about that in the past, you know. And, and I don't know that Michael Jordan ever got nervous, but, you know, I'm just saying embrace the moment. I mean, this is what you play for. This is what you live for. I know the Mamba mentality of Kobe Bryant was exactly that. Uh, you know, you get to this point – 
you embrace it. You you want to be nervous playing a baseball game. Anybody can play a you know a, a a Kansas City you know versus Minnesota game on a Thursday afternoon in late August with nothing on the line. But you know nobody nobody becomes a baseball player to play in those games. You become a baseball player to play in these games tonight. And uh, I, I'm excited. There is some news to pass along, and uh, I, I think it's rather interesting. I don't know how it's going to play out, but Craig, uh, Craig Kimbrell. Uh, the Dodgers' closer throughout the entire season was left off the roster, so uh, he's not going to. He be... wasn't the he wasn't the closer through the entire season. Right at though. the end, he wasn't. Yeah, but yeah. The, my point being is that he was the one guy that they counted on throughout the season, and then in September it was all mix and match for the Dodgers. Now Blake Trinan, who's had some shoulder injuries and issues, uh, he is uh, on the roster, so maybe Trinan picks up the ninth inning for the Dodgers, but I think they have a question mark as far as who's going to close games, whether it'll be, you know, Trinan, it'll be uh, Evan Phillips, Bruce Dar Gratterall. You know, I, I, look, to me, it's a chink in the armor, and, and you've got to look for a chink in the armor. It's a whole lot better if you're in a tight game going to the ninth inning, going up against somebody you feel like you can get some runs against. And I think mentally, I think it's a nice little boost for the Padres. Yeah, you could argue that it's it's uh, you know bad for the Padres. The Padres face Kimbrel pretty well in those no, tough that's situations. True. So that's a good point. And so you know, I, I, listen, I, I think if the Dodgers would say that was the chink in the armor for them for a large part of the season. Although they let him keep the closer's job, he struggled for the most part the entire season. So they've dealt with this already. And I think what's more important is that the Padres have had some success off the back end, especially in that last series off some guys who were almost unhittable all season long. So they do have some of those con- that confidence going just going back to embracing the nerves. It was it's funny we brought this up because I had a good conversation with Nick Martinez asking him uh, about his first, you know, big league playoff experience and if he was nerve nervous and what kind of things he does to to kind of combat those nerves. He he mentioned meditation, uh but it kind of spoke to what you were just talking about embracing those 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 nerves right and he said you're gonna have the negative thoughts embrace it just know that that's just what they are it's a thought it's not real it's not actually happening that way it's just a thought and understanding what you're thinking about in those moments is a key and I was like okay that's that's legit like because when you think about it right a lot of times when you're going getting ready to do something that you're really nervous about the nerves come from those those negative thoughts that you have right and and when you can separate and you can understand the thoughts that you're having in that moment you realize that and if you kind of heard Kobe Bryant say this on many occasions you know that that's not real it's not actually something that is true it's just a thought and I just thought that was a, a it it speaks to why um guys like him and and Joe in the scenario in which they are because I know those two talk about that kind of stuff often um why they were seemed to be in control. I wouldn't say calm, but in control of whatever was going on inside. And that's that's huge to have guys who understand that. And you know that's something they probably pass along through to one another in that locker room. Yeah, Padres have been uh, much better in night games this year than they've been in day games. I was just looking that up. Uh, Padres were three games under five hundred this year 
in day games, but uh, 19 games over 500 in night games. And to that end, uh, they have finally announced the start time for the Padres home game on Friday, as we thought it would be. It'll be shortly after 5.30. So it will be a night game Friday night at Petco Park. And uh, everybody is obviously really excited about that, hoping the Padres can bring home a win or two from Los Angeles to get ready for game three. Game four of the series, if necessary, will be a 6.37 start. So shortly after 5.30 for the game three on Friday, shortly after 6.30 for game four on Saturday is the way it's uh, setting up right now. But, you know, there's a lot to like, and uh, I I like what's going on around baseball right now. These home teams uh, just getting off to slow starts. I mean, the Phillies did jump on the Braves 7-1 to right at the beginning of the game before hanging on. The Mariners jumped on the Astros 4 nothing, and... You know, again, I'm hoping the Padres can jump on Urias and uh, and get a couple of runs up on the board early and get the Dodgers thinking a little bit. Um, you know, the I, I, look, the Dodgers are going to say all the right things. You know, they're going to say, look, it's a brand new season. We know the Padres are a great baseball team. We're worried about them. But in the back of their minds, I think the pod, the Dodgers are very confident that they can beat the Padres because they've beaten them, I mean, consistently yeah, for the last two years. So I think it's important for the Padres to get out to a lead and shake some of that confidence. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. I, I, as much – it was the same way to me as it was for New York, right? Even though the Padres had had more success against them, New York felt like they were pretty confident going into that series. And yeah. getting hit in the mouth the way they did in that first game seemed to change things a little bit for them. And then getting hit in the mouth at the beginning of game three was also the same thing. So – you know, a lot of times you know teams that score first, especially the Padres. Their record was tremendous when they scored first during the regular season. There's a reason for that. It psychologically, it just it makes it a tougher task, right? If you start to have outs, all of that doubt starts to creep in, and so yeah, I agree. They you want to jump on this ball club, uh, and, and it's particularly Julio Urias because what we've seen is you get to him early, you can have some success, but as the game goes along, he generally starts to lock in and he becomes more and more difficult to get to yeah and uh that's why you know you bring up the the met series and so much has been made out of grisham and and as it should be you might be able to make an argument that the most important hit in the entire series for the padres was the two-run home run by josh bell in the first inning of the first game letting max scherzer and the mets know that hey we're here we're here. We're, we're, we're out in front. We're going to be swinging the bats. We're not worried about Scherzer. And not only did Bell send a message to the Mets, but I think he calmed the Padres down. You know, that yeah. two-run homer was gigantic to begin game one, and I'd like to see something similar tonight. Um, I, that's definitely true. I, 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 gosh, last the last uh, – maybe it was the last game I was at the press conference with Jeff, Jeff McNeil, uh, the second baseman for – uh, the Mets, and that was one of the things he said was that that the question was, does it does it give you does it relax allow you guys to kind of relax and and do your thing when you guys score first? He said absolutely, and so I think that bears true for every team. If you score first, you just you just feel better about it. Now now if the team turns around and they score a couple of their own there, you kind of lose that kind of feeling that you have. But there's no doubt scoring first alleviates the pressure because. The more you get deeper in that game and you haven't been able to cross a, a run off the board, the more pressure inevitably mounts. Yeah, no question about that, uh, Tony. And uh, get out to a lead and uh, let Clevenger have a little breathing room and, uh, you know, get this first game. Let the Dodgers know right away. It's going to be a different series than it was in 2020. It's going to be a different series than it was throughout the regular season. Tonight's the night to do all of that. 
No doubt about it. All right, uh, before we go to break, I know how much uh, I heard. I wasn't there, but I heard there was a lot of fun had at L. Smith. Well, guess what? Uh, you can get another 394 Pale L straight from the source at L. Smith Brewing Company off of Miramar Road, Minana tomorrow at 97.3 The Fed. Broadcast live all day starting at 6 a.m. with Ben and Woods, followed by Coach Quintera, uh, and then, of course, myself and Chris leading up to the pregame show at 437. They'll have coffee in the morning and tons of food. Uh, you can stay to watch the playoff game as well on one of the many TVs throughout the L. Smith Tasting Room with drinks specials on that lovely tasting 394 and the brand-new San Diego State L. So see you guys out there tomorrow, at least Scraby and Chris will see you guys they, out they there They saw tomorrow. you on Friday. I, the, oh, yeah, I guess they, yeah. I won't see them, though. They can see me, but yes. I won't be able to see them, yes, unfortunately. Yes, yes. Uh, All right, that being said, let's get to break. More Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.